Je vous parle en direct de cette 17e étape du Tour de France. Le peloton, énorme machine de muscles et d'acier, vient de s'élancer. Montée en danseuse... All right, welcome to the Barman and Bevo podcast. Hey, Mike, how's it going? Fantastic. How are you? <laughs> you got an early start on me today. <laughs> it's a holiday. Yeah. Uh, you better be careful on the roads later. <laughs> no, sir. I'm ready for any checkpoint. Um, There's an upstairs bedroom. There Jess, is. Jess won't even know I'm here. <laughs> There's three. <laughs> um, <laughs> welcome to, uh, I guess this would be episode 11. Um, Tour de France. We, no, we should call it episode two, Tour de France. Okay, I can do that. Yeah. So, Tour de France recap um, from stages one, two, and three. Yes. And a preview. We already did stage four, but we'll just go over that briefly real quick. We did do stage four, didn't we? We did. We'll, but we'll go through four again, five, six, and I think seven. So, it puts us through the weekend. Um, let, let's, let's, uh, let's. Start off with uh, the stage one. I said weather would be a factor. You said it wouldn't. Well, it was only it was only a factor for two people. Well, no, there were at least five crashes. Well, only but two people <laughs> were could. It was a big enough factor that it played it played an important. Uh, it's going to play an important part in this race. Well, those guys, Valverde was going way too fast into a corner. He knows better. He put his foot down, broke his kneecap, and then couldn't re- couldn't retract his leg when he was going into a metal barrier. And his ankle, I believe. I well, saw kneecap and ankle. And a, a he deep fractured his, his kneecap, most likely on the crash before. Hint. Yeah. But when you whenever you crash on a slick surface that has been raining on, just like his wheels accelerated underneath him when he went to try to slow down. You actually, as you are hitting the pavement, you are actually accelerating, not oh, accelerating, yeah. because there's lubricant. On, yeah. uh, your favorite lubricant is applied <laughs> to the road. What was? What was? So it was. It was. It's interesting to see from a couple different things or things that I noticed. There was of those crashes. It looked like only one of those guys tore his jersey. Well, that's what happens. Yeah, it was, I've yeah. never seen crashes like that where guys just. I mean, mm-hmm. they were hitting the ground, and like you said, they were going faster. Yes. And then some of yeah. them had a got fortunate, had some soft at, at the state championships. We had two two people slide down the track during the Madison because it, it, the oh. dew, we actually hit the dew point. Yeah. In early, as the sun was going down, oh, we hit no. the dew point, and then we realized that that in neither out of neither of those people actually tore their jerseys or shorts mm-hmm. they just slid down the track got back up and did their thing and, yeah. and fortunate for us no one was in front of other riders and such so it looks like uh valverde his career potentially could be over i mean he's an older rider anyway he's there's 37. no way valverde's gonna go out on a crash in the Tour de France. i know but um 
the comeback is not going to be, be like Larry Bird, like deciding <laughs> to a three point, like a three pointer with like, and like, like ten games to the end of the season. I'm done. I don't have um, it anymore. So he crashes, fractured kneecap, looks like broken ankle, and then really bad gash on his shin, which is unfortunate. The gash on his shin is from him not being able to retract his leg. Yeah, because his kneecap is broken. So, do you think? Do you think? I personally don't think this is going to change anything in the Tour de France. They're not going to start. Everybody was saying uh, it d- it yesterday actually, or the day before it, it they should have put hay bales up. They should, you know, well, they, it was raining for a day there. You can't, you know. Every time someone says that there are safer barriers everywhere on a NASCAR track, two years later, somebody crashes somewhere on an inside wall or some odd wall, and you just can't. As a a bicycle racer, we all know that there are things that are going to be out there, and you need to be aware, and you you should not be pushing the edges. You should not be pushing the edge of every opportunity. You should leave a little room on the outside. You should leave a little room on the inside. You should leave yourself a little a little room on both sides to make sure that you can do what you need to do, and that's part of ha- that's part of the job. And it, right. and that's not just cycling. I mean, in the restaurant business, we do the same thing. Yeah. You know, when we when we we when we say when one server asks to go home and we have ten servers, it's like you know what? I don't know what's going to happen tonight. Let's check at six o'clock. Yeah. Or and then sure. six o'clock comes around and it has a weird feel. Yeah. So you're like, let's check back at seven. Then yeah. next thing you know, everybody's tables are full. Yep. The GM's running a food table station. Yeah. <laughs> and sure. It's like mixing well, drinks, serving food. Yes. Exploring, bartending, and serving three tables. Thank God I didn't send somebody home. Right. So it, here's what I was thinking: if it was a French rider that oh this happened gosh. to, w- would things be different? The French seem to be a little bit more understanding. Okay. Because it's their grand tour. Just, okay. Just like we would be, you know, if it's an American event watched by Europeans. Right. Uh, American football and such. Right. You know, there's things that we give the benefit of the doubt to as Americans. Like if a kid went to the University of Michigan or went to University of Florida and things didn't work out for him. Well, he's obviously made it through school. If he graduated college, right? And well, you know what? That's a smart kid. Yeah. You know, this isn't. And so the French would be the same. The French would be the same way with a rider that had an issue. They wouldn't ask for safer. Bar- I don't imagine them actually asking for safer barriers. What they would be saying would be like, "Why did he not take more care of himself? Why wasn't he more careful? He knew the. Why conditions. did he not take more care of himself yeah. to make sure that you got through? Because it's better to lose forty seconds like Richie Richie Port mm-hmm. than it is to actually to not be competing in the in the in the tour any longer. Right. And that's and and honestly, that's what keeps the races safe. When you think of two hundred not one hundred ninety eight people being on the road together, mm-hmm. part of what keeps them safe is the fact is like. I want to finish this grand tour and I'm not going to bump this guy out and take a chance on me crashing into a, into a cornfield. Right. And then, and then we're both out. So we get, um, a couple interesting things from stage one. Um, Garrett Thomas wins the time trial. Yes. He's the first Welsh rider ever to hold the yellow Jersey. Is that a nation? Uh, Wales is the nation. That's not a nation. It's Great Britain for a reason. I'm just repeating what 
NBC Sports has, was saying. Has Great Britain got along with anyone in the world? Isn't it a commonwealth for a reason? Is it a commonwealth? I think it's only a commonwealth because some people didn't succeed. <laughs> succeed. <laughs> Not succeed. <laughs> succeed. Um, I knew you'd love that one. Um, Sky finishes with four riders in the top eight or top seven. Was it? I think it was top eight. Top ten for sure. Yeah. But it was their aero speed suit that caused the issue. Okay, well, th- that brings me to my next thing. <laughs> we get... Um, Apparently, FDJ complained. Well, they're not the only one they complained. Oh, okay. But so, but they have a legitimate gripe. Sky and the commissioners allowed allowed Sky, and they had used the suit once or twice before. But they got approval to use it. Well, it's not necessarily approval. You go through when when you're at a race like this, you go through inspection. Right. They had the suits inspected, though. I guarantee you, they are not wearing those suits as the next time travel. Well, we won't know for 20, <laughs> 18 days. Uh, the next, is it that long? It's the tw- I think it's in the middle of the week. Stage 20 is the only other time trial in the race. Wow. Man. Stage 20, Marseille to Marseille, time trial, 22.5K. That's a good time trial. S- starts and finishes at the Orange Velodrome. It doesn't start in the Velodrome, does it? No, it would... Just outside. Most, most cities, they have a Velodrome. That's right. their sporting area. They're usually right. a, a, a soccer or football field. The velodrome, any other sports that they participate yeah, like in, a rugby whether pitch or ice yeah. hockey or yeah. curling, yeah, wherever their national their national sport federations are aligned there, so that would be that would be what they do. What is Ola doing? Oh, what are you doing? She's freaking out. Um, is it me? No, it's the somebody's lighting off fireworks already. Yeah. Um, Okay, so let's move on to stage two. We've got a sprint finish. Sprint finish. Marcel Kittel wins from Germany. The, the stage finished, started in Germany, finished in Belgium, if I remember correctly. Correct. Liege. Okay. Um, Kittel wins. You would have thought this was the first time he won a Tour de France stage if you watched the post-race. Well, it's a big deal for him in Germany. Right. So that was... And, and there's more going on. Um his sponsor from his previous team moved to his current team to support oh, to stay him, with him. To stay with him. I was going to ask you, what, it was because he's won ten stages, career career ten Tour de France. It was and a I'm big like, deal for him. And I'm like watching and, it. I was, like I explained to you, the reason Sagan would like to win a stage early is mm-hmm. to take the pressure off his team right. about having to win a stage. Right, and that's super important. Just like any NFL team that goes over six. Yes, you could still make the playoffs. But it ain't looking good. It isn't looking good. And you're relying on other teams to do other things. And so it's always better for you to win a stage as early as possible. Show your dominance. Alpha male. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want to think about alpha male stuff. Right. But it gives your team confidence. It gives you confidence. It gives your directors confidence. And it gives your sponsors confidence because they get to go to the other sponsors and say, I told you so. So the other the other interesting um, result that came out of stage two was the winner of the polka dot jersey. Yeah, Taylor Finney. But he's not wearing that anymore. Yes, I'm going to get to that. But now his teammate is wearing it. Another American. So two Americans have held the. And Nathan Brown is from the southeast. So. Oh, cool. Where's he from? Uh, I believe it's either Tennessee or North Carolina. Okay. His father actually was the. 
SCCCC um, director for a few years mm-hmm. when he was in college and uh, did a great job with that. So, so we've got two of the three Americans already holding a jer- have held well, a jersey through the first three. Well, Cannondale realizes that their best opportunity to get any press in France is, is to, to go, go on, out on the, the breaks and and do this. And they did a great job with Taylor, and they've done a great job with defending it. Not with Taylor, but with Nathan, with another guy on the team. With another guy on the team, and actually, Iran is actually riding rather well. Talansky, nobody knows where he's at. I mean, if a spaceship came and picked him up out of a out of a tour stage, Jonathan Vodders would be like, "Oh, <laughs> Talansky just got picked up by a UFO. <laughs> what are we gonna do?" Um, the other thing I saw about Finney was I didn't. Rem- oh, I remembered him getting hurt. Like in four, 2014. Well, he wasn't just hurt. Yeah, well, no, I mean, massive leg injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure it was a couple different surgeries mm-hmm. to, like, bones were shattered. Yes. In his leg. Well, he had a guardrail. Yeah. Was, his was it the world's or the no, US, at, US, at US, US Nationals US in Chattanooga yeah. coming down off of Lookout Mountain? Oh. He had a guardrail. There was a motorcycle stop where it shouldn't have been. Right. And he was with somebody. The other somebody went to the inside and was fine. Taylor went to the outside and hit a guardrail. Mm. And some of us that have been racing for a long time, we remember people hitting guardrails at Fitchburg um, in Massachusetts. And it's really scary seeing. It doesn't even have to be a friend. If you if you're competing Anybody. if you're competing against yeah. someone and you see you don't understand how sharp a guardrail is, the backside of a guardrail. It, it literally is like a razor. Yeah. It's a piece of steel that's that's bent that's and, bended yeah. and it's designed to stop someone from one direction. Yeah. It doesn't know anyone else from the other direction. Right. And it's a scary it's a scary moment for anyone. Well, no, I mean, it's got to be you, you you're competing against people, but you're like brothers in arms. You know, it's like well, you've yeah, gone yeah. to war together. Well, we always laugh when I raced. We used to race when I raced in the early '90s. We would race. I'd race 90 to 100, well, over 110 times if you include the training races and such. Mm-hmm. And I'd say 70, ra- 70 of those races were against the same people, right? mostly. And so, yes, you had a brother-in-arms kind of, because it even Eddie Merckx only won 33% of the time, and that's the greatest cyclist ever. Mm-hmm. And I'm not Eddie Merckx. Right. So if I had four wins a season, that would be great. So right. if I'm not going to win... If I can't help a teammate, I'm going to do everything I can to help everybody else in the crit or criterium or road race or whatever, just so that they don't exclude me when I need help right. at some time in the future. No, you're paying paying it forward. I yes. guess is the best way to look exactly. At it. And and when you race that often, that's 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 the only way to survive. You can't you can't rely on teammates. You can't rely on you have to rely on others sometimes to make a decision that's in your best interest or maybe not even make that interest make that decision in your best interest but not want I never won my local training criterion right in Tampa because so many people hated me would hate me to win that even my own teammates probably didn't want to see me win that race and that's fine right you know that's just the way racing is right but But to be, you have to have not just help 
you just you can't you can't rely on your teammates all the time. You have to rely on others sometimes. And paying it forward mm-hmm. in the NBA, in yeah. the NFL, and it, just being a great competitor is yes. more important than actually how you are sometimes as 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 the hey guys. Yeah. Um, the other interesting result that came out of um, stage two was I want to say about twenty pay out there was a big wreck and it was the front of the peloton that went down like third or fourth guy in the peloton right. and directly behind him chris Froome. yes he um, had his shorts torn yeah but then he had a bike problem yeah then he, so he had uh i think he may have had a flat switch bikes and then switch bikes again it's possible because he he might it's, have had one of the wrong size. Exactly what was wrong? Because yeah, the coverage is spotty. Because they can't show everything. Well, they aren't in charge of where the cameras are. Right. It's French television yes. showing you the race. Exactly. Um, but he finished the race. He said he's got some bumps and bruises. Nothing serious, you know. So he's fine. Th- and it didn't look like anybody was seriously hurt. It, it was. Well, it was wet. It yeah. It was wet again. I mean, his shorts are barely barely torn. Okay, so moving on. Stage three, we leave Belgium. We go through Luxembourg, and the Tour de France finally makes it into France. Um, we had a uphill finish. Uh, looked like it was about 1.5K climb at the end of the race. Yeah, it was. It, it might have been I, a little bit longer. That's actually the stage profile I thought was stage two. Right. And it ended up being stage three, which is great for Gobert yeah. and Avermatt. Yeah. Sagan, Who's there at the end? Matthews. Yeah. Um, people that can climb and sprint at the same it time. It looked like Richie Port at one point might have been leading out Greg Van Avermatt. Either that or no, Phil had the wrong guy. Well... well Phil's had the wrong guy for decades now, so there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no arguing that. Um, Richie Port actually had um, Constantor on his wheel. Uh, that's yes, yes, and they were they were just being vigilant. Yeah, and Rich and it's keeping themselves we, safe. We have a saying in racing; it's called "When in doubt, lead it out." Yeah, and you know what? In life, you know, if I'm up here. Just lead it out and things will take care of themselves. I'm less likely to get into a wreck. Yep. I'm less likely to have problems with other people around me. Right. And so that's what I immediately when Richie Port hit the front, I was like, when in doubt, lead it out. Yep. And, uh, and yeah, he might have been helping Van Avermaet. Uh, Greg seemed to be good. He got fourth, I think. For the stage? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, European side of cycling is different than the American side. Yeah. Either you win. Right. Or you're a loser. Right. Well, I mean, I saw... I don't even know who finished second and third. I just know that Sagan, Sagan was first. Yes. And I just saw Van Avermet was fourth. Bling. Because because Bling. NBC interviewed him after the race. Yeah, well, Bling, Bling was second, who has every excuse in the book why he can't beat who's, Sagan. Who's Bling? Oh, Michael Matthews. Okay, that's who we were talking about before yes. the podcast. And I hate to talk I hate to talk poorly about the Sunweb team because they're awesome. Unfortunately, they tied themselves to... Is this the guy, the Australian guy? Yes. That nobody likes about everybody. Do they won't invite him to the same races? Because well, they can't. Is that the same guy? Well, Simon Garens is also Australian. He's a little bit older than Michael Matthews. Right. He's gotten second in the world championships. Michael Matthews has gotten second in the world championships, and Michael Matthews always demands that everybody lead him out because that's what everybody should do in the world. Fuck that guy. 
can't say that on the air. All right, we can. Was um, was there any surprises in today's stage? I I mean I think no, not not really. We all um, everybody thought Sagan was going to win this stage. Well, yes. Out of everything, out of everything else, um, how good the racing has been, yes. how clean and yes. how and how vigilant everyone has been about everybody wanting to make make the 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 tour a good thing. It has been it's been very enjoyable to watch. Um, even the time trial, I hate seeing Valverde out. I, I hate seeing the Bahran, the Bahran um, gentleman out. But when you look at the video, both of them, they're going way too fast into that turn. And and you, know, you, can blame, you can blame the barriers all you want because, yes, they did end up causing the problem. But you can't protect everybody against everything. And it, it just life doesn't work that way. And right. So, um. What are you looking for maybe here rounding out the week? It looks like we've got... Well, stage five is the first uphill finish. That, well, other than today. Well, like really uphill. Uphill. Yeah. They're calling stage five like the separator. Yeah. So I've got... Well, let me, let's just do a quick recap of four for tomorrow. Um, Mondorf, Le Bains to Vittel, 207K right. in length. It looks like there's a category four climb on there, but relatively flat stage. Um, and it starts near Luxembourg and heads south. Right. Um, I mean, tomorrow's a sprinter stage. I mean, it's, it'll be Kittel or Kittle. It'll be, you, you never know. It could be, um, I mean, it could be Cavendish. I mean, Taylor Penny almost making it to the end actually gives the breakaway people. Right. More impetus to actually try the breakaway. Yeah, what did he, he made it like almost less than five k? Well, it was. It was like I, called, two I thought he was going to get caught at five k. He got caught well under two k. Yeah, and he didn't want to give up at two k. So. No, he he was he was only got other guy. Come on, let's go. We can do this. We can do this. Yeah, and Alfredo, Alfredo is a has done well in the Tour de France before on another team. And so it was great to see him bridge across and those two work together. It was it was very impressive and and it was a very proud American moment. Yes. Um uh, we we only have three riders yeah in the tour, which is somewhat sad, somewhat like hey, you know, you have to do a gut check, you know, why do we only have three riders in the tour but we have so many people in the in, on world tour teams. And sometimes you have to do do a gut check. There was a really low amount last year too, if I remember correctly. We don't we don't have very many riders that can win win the Tour de France right now. It's, right, it's very low. Was it like three or four or five last year as yes. well? I think it was four. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's so stage four tomorrow should be a sprint finish unless there's weather or who, who knows. Unless the breakaway survives, but you say that really never happens. It hasn't. Not in the tour. Yeah, um, that doesn't happen in the tour. I mean, not the only time it happens in a tour is when the team that knows that someone cannot sprint someone makes a deal with the sprinters teams and they buy a stage. Mm -hmm. Or what about like a mountain, like a, a climbing stage? Even then, they they typically even then they usually buy they yeah. usually buy the stage early, right? Because it's a team that needs a stage win right. or a sponsorship deal or whatever, and so it's super important to them. 
Um, so we got stage five on Wednesday is Vitel to, and I'm going to butcher this, La Planche de Bays, Bays. Better than you than me. Yep, it's French. I don't speak French. I can do a little Spanish, but uh, it's 160.5K. Um, it's an uphill finish. It looks like there's a Category 3 climb and a Category 1 climb. Um, and I think this is kind of where the tour is a little different this year, where we go flat, hill, flat, hill, hill, flat. It's it's not like you well, get... they're trying to instigate the racing because... Yeah. I, it actually, I, I think it's going to play out better. I like the way that the, this tour is set up. Yes. I mean, I do like having three days of climbs, but it has those guys, it's got to wear them down, you know? Well, it doesn't matter if it wears them down. Right. So what they used to do, what they used to do to the Colombians is they would have like 18 days straight of flat racing where the Colombians couldn't handle their bikes. They had, a, or I'm sorry, they have a hard time handling their bikes. They're totally in situations that they don't usually race in. And then they go to the mountains like the last weekend before. And they had, and, and so. By that time, because so Bardet is a mental game. Because Bardet is a Frenchman who right. could win the tour. Now they want to bring this, now they want to bring the mountains in early. Mm-hmm. See if they get Bardet into the top three originally. And then they want to see if they can crack. Yeah. Everybody else. Froomey, Frothy, or whatever his bullshit nickname is. I mean, right. he's South African, moved to the UK. I he's mean, it's, Ken, like, it's Ken like, I mean, I mean, what other, what other South African moves to the UK and actually gets a nickname? A lot, I mean, of, usually, a lot of them. No, they don't get a nickname. They don't get a nickname. But a lot of them. Only if they're good at soccer. My, my boss only is if South African at, and he switched between the two. Only if he's, he, only if he's good at soccer or cycling. Or cricket. I don't know how to play cricket. It's baseball with two bases and no fouls. No, the outfield is behind you. I said it's baseball with two bases and no fouls. The outfield is behind you. No, it's not the outfield. The outfield is all the way around you. No, it's behind you. No, it's they put the outfielders behind you. No, they don't. They put them all around you. You're in the middle of the field. There's well, no how fouls. Does that work? How do I get to second base? There, you run at it and then you run back to first base. I and said it's baseball with two bases. Then where's third? There's no third. How do I get home? You you run back to the first base. That's home. No, that's first. You home and first. That's it. Home no, and that's, first. That's first. <laughs> you run to first, and then back to second, then to third, and then home. <laughs> Maybe. It's baseball with two bases and I'm no fouls. It's and then my brother's, the other my thing brother's is right. there's only my there's only one right. inning too. Then how do they have seven days? Of, how do they have seven days of cricket? I don't understand. Because there's, totally you have to get everybody out in the lineup, so a guy can bat for six hours. Who's that good? Some Indian well, the guy? bat's this wide. Some Indian guy. Yeah, but you can do the wooly. <laughs> the ball bounces before it. You got to hit the wickets. <laughs> I, I and then you get out. Yes, that's how you get out. I'm so confused. It's it's hard to watch. They do have shorter versions of the game. All right, let's let's get off cricket. How many minutes are we on? Oh uh, shit, we're halfway through. This will be a short one. Yeah, fifty-five. I mean, we, we can talk. About we gotta the, stay under sixty. Oh, we'll be done in fifteen minutes. We're only gonna talk two more stages today. Oh, I thought we were talking about the next stages. We'll record those. Oh yes, sir. So, 
Okay, so we've I'm got. To piss you off earlier. <laughs> no worries. Um... <laughs> Mike's headphones came off. Yes. <laughs> this almost didn't get recorded. Um, stage six on Thursday is Vesul to Troyes. Troyes. Trois. Trois. There you go. Mm. You took your French. Uh, 216K. Again, flat sprinter stage. It looks like there's two category uh, four climbs, but the last one's 65K from the finish. So Sprinter stage. Yeah, it's a sprinter stage. Um, I mean... I, do you think we're going to see one sprinter win like three stages, or do you think it's going to be... Yeah, one... Do you think the best Kittle's going to win three, or Sagan's going to win three? No, Grapple, Grapple's Grapple the other one. Sneaking. Right. Uh, Cav... Hasn't looked terrible. Cav could actually sneak in, and he could buy a win. So, it's not... Um, the Beveron, the Italian uh, Cabrera. Okay. He looked great. Um, I mean, there's a lot of sprinting going on. So Demari got second, mm-hmm. um, and and I mean, any Frenchman loves to win any stage in the Tour de France. So. Sure. Um, stage seven, we leave Troyes. Troyes. <laughs> he just corrected me. So well, I just saw it. <laughs> I thought there was an I. Oh, it's a Y. Troyes. Yes. Okay. Uh, to New- my French is bad. I can insult every French or German person <laughs> immediately with my with my language skills. Um, so Troyes to Nuits Saint George. Can't screw that one up, right? Saint George's. It says George's. Saint George. Two hundred thirteen k. Is there a French Saint George? Son George. I don't know. It would have been an English king that came to France, right? Yeah. It would have been right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, when you think about it historically, it would have to. Well, be it a, could have been the town could have been named after a church that was named after Saint George. Who knows? Yeah, but any George would, would have to be English. Yeah. coming to France, not, most likely. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think during some of those like like the Middle Ages, there were a lot of going back and forth with royalty <clears throat> for marriages, yeah. like French prin- French princes and princesses coming to England and marry. I'm just, yeah. It was going both ways. Well, they were trying to, you know, they were trying to guard against yeah. other people taking eh, it's a good stage um, yeah so I wrote down slow uphill looks like uh, one category four 60k from the end sprint finish again Plenty of time. nothing serious I mean um, typical um, first week of the tour for the most part can we have a DB Cooper episode yeah absolutely cool yeah <laughs> We were talking about that last time. We were talking about, I think they were talking about that. Well, it popped night. up on the bottom of the stage, and I was like, we should do a D.B. Cooper episode. So, all right. So that <laughs> wraps up um, episode two of the Tour de France uh, recap. I mean, we'll, we'll record some more of the previews here for uh, the episode on Thursday. Um, we didn't talk about Bling. We didn't talk about Bling. No, it's all right. What's there to talk about? He's kind of a dick. Prick. Okay. They prefer he's, to be called a prick. He, he's not kind of a dick. He's a prick. He's a prick. But he goes by Bling. He wears his shorts too low. So is that your new nickname? Bling? <laughs> I have never been nicknamed Bling. <clears throat> if anything, it was slow and old. <laughs> Wait, what's I mean, the... you just had your 50th birthday. Nice try. <laughs> 46. 
That's what I hope you're at my 50th birthday party. Why wouldn't I be? You made the 40th. We'll be 300 deep in episodes. Wow. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. Did you see how bad Lance Armstrong looked in his podcast picture? No. I'm doing way better. You, you should take a picture of me. Grab your phone. I don't have it. Yeah, you can use mine. We'll do a side-by-side, me and Lance. Okay. Who does podcasts better? <laughs> Who wore it? Our 17 <laughs> listeners can, can <laughs> set a poll up. <laughs> right. Are you taking a picture so, of yourself again? Looks. You prick. <laughs> That's not the first time you've done that to my phone. That's my favorite thing to do. There you go. (laughs) Somebody hands me the phone. (laughs) Put the camera in reverse and take a picture of yourself. How's it look? How's it look? You did it to me last time. I know. I do it to everybody. Don't ever hand me your phone to take a picture. Well, you didn't have your phone available. (laughs) Maybe I did it on purpose. Maybe I set you up for that. You probably did. All right. So we'll be back Thursday night. We're going to record from... Uh, the store? Yes. We're, we're yeah, we're going to be Anyone else who wants to join, come on in to Reality Bikes. Scott Patton, I'm calling you out. That's oh. you. Hit me up on Facebook. Anyone else? Anyone else? Welcome to come on board. We'll talk about the Tour de France. We'll do a round table like we yep. did for the uh, track, East Point Track Club after the... Uh, yep. We have... Um, unfortunately, I have a... I will be at... I will be at the pro race at the track, but unfortunately I'm working a job that doesn't allow me to podcast afterwards. Yes. Um, but everyone will be available if they want to, so they need to speak up. If they want Mike to work a podcast that night, it has to exclude me, and it can be anyone else who wants to. So. Why can't you record? Because I'm officiating. But the race will be over. I shouldn't. I oh, you can't mix with I the should, team. I shouldn't comment upon officiating at an event. Oh, it would be like it would be like someone calling the Kentucky Derby and then going on on <laughs> Costas's show about what he saw. <laughs> Just it doesn't work that way. Okay, so um, it's up to everybody else if they want to do a podcast. Talk well, to no, Mike. I can't do it without you, so I'm not doing it. You can. No, I'm, Jess will be with me. She don't want to stick around for that. No. Yes, yeah, she will. No, I'll feed her. No. Um, so we'll be back Thursday night from Reality Bikes. Oh, how how many people did we get in the um, Fantasy League? Uh, 21, I think it ended up being. Oh, wow. Yes. How's Cavendish and Chips doing? I think I had Valverde. <laughs> <laughs> I had it's Valverde. early. I had it's Valverde. Early. I think I'm done. It's way early. I didn't take Froome or uh, Sagan, though, so I could be in for the 20. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I it's told true. Brian and Joe about it, so hopefully they. Uh, Brian uh, Brian actually listened to the podcast today. Called me and said I made a mistake, and I said no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he said, uh, "Remember we were talking to yeah. um, Todd's son," and I said, you know, about I, "No, I was telling him about." I said there were two movies before Christmas Vacation, and Brian said thought I said there were just two other vacation movies. Oh, and I said no, there were two before. Christmas. Yes. I go, I didn't exclude Vegas Vacation. It came out 15 years after Christmas Vacation. That's true. You <laughs> did very well. Um, so, but, uh, so I know I told Brian to join the fantasy. I don't know if he did or not. I told Joe. I don't know if he did or not. But that's cool. Yeah. So. But anytime you do something for the first year, it's about 
Yes. Setting precedent. Yeah. And then folks know the well, year afterwards, like our podcast and what we do with the track and those kind of things. I think next June we got to get it set up a little earlier and get more people. I think yeah. we. I can think we can get like by then we should have like fifty or hundred listeners. We should. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I think um, we do a good job. All right, so we'll record Thursday at the shop. We're going to record Sunday morning or maybe watch the the stage together. I think um, Sunday is going to be a good one. It is. Um, How about you coming to my awesome mountain stage? How about you coming to my place on Sunday? We invite everyone to Sandy Springs. Okay. How about that? That's fine. All right. So if you want to watch the tour stage at Barman's Place in Sandy Springs, we will do the podcast afterwards and you're welcome to join in. You're welcome to not join in. Just watch the podcast. Take funny pictures of Mike and myself because we need... I'll wear my Pope outfit. Really? (laughs) Why not? Or my bunny suit. Gross. <laughs> Don't ever let me see you in that bunny suit. What? Ever. It's the Ralphie bunny suit from Christmas Christmas it's Story. Awful. It's awesome. It looks kind of cute on Ralphie. <laughs> what? Does it look, so it doesn't look good on a chubby 41-year-old? <laughs> <laughs> Only to Jessica. Um, <laughs> With a K. So that's, that's going to be a fun stage as well. It's 181K. It's got two well, categories, three climbs. It's two non-categories climbed. Then a it would be like four. Major League Baseball putting a bad There's Sunday like night game. There's six times that day. It's going to be awesome. No, we can watch it from my place. Everyone's welcome. I'll pay your cable bill. <laughs> mm, what date is that? Uh, oh shit, that's going to be close. I'll come up with the money somewhere. Sunday, July 9th. <laughs> it doesn't get cut off till the 10th. Okay, cool. <laughs> We're good. I'll cook breakfast. Okay. Anyone? You mean any? you mean leftovers from the track? <laughs> Who says cold pizza isn't? Who said cold pizza isn't breakfast? Okay, so no, we'll do eggs. We'll do uh, what do we used to call it? Eggs and eggs and cakes. Kegs and eggs. Kegs and eggs. Yeah, yeah. We'll do kegs and eggs. Um, what time special do we requests to be are over? taken. Whatever time you want. Seven a.m. Okay. What time does the stage start? <laughs> I'll be there one minute before. <laughs> <laughs> Paul and Paul and uh, Paul and Phil. We'll be on at seven. I still think we need to get seven. wacky plaid suits <laughs> to do commentary. Oh. How great would that be? Or, um, or we get the uh, loudmouth golf sport jackets. Yes, <laughs> I totally see that. Okay, so we um, famous. As always, you can download our episodes at iTunes. Um, this would be in total our eleventh episode, but it's only episode two of two the Tour of, of France. Tour of you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, um, at uh, Barman and Bevo Podcast. Um, I think the Twitter handle is at Barman, the letter N, Bevo, B-E-V-O, pod. Um, you can find either one of us on Facebook, Mike, Michael Barman, Michael Van Gogh. hard. Yeah. You're um, going to try you can, you can always look for Barman under bling. He'll <laughs> 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 be there. Um, you know... You can, if you don't have an Apple device, you can get our, our, our podcast on Podbean. Um, just download the app and, and they'll update as I post them every week or every other week, depending on when we record. Um, and if you've got questions or you've got something you want us to talk about, shoot us a message. Shoot me a message on Facebook. Shoot me a message on Twitter. doesn't matter. We will um, get Todd. We will get Todd. We will get Scott. On well, Todd was kind of on the other night. He was kind of on. Um, but so it's more, we'll more about his son. His, I, son was, his son was really funny. He's good. It's a big personality for an eight-year-old kid. Yes. Um, so we will uh, be back Thursday. Um, enjoy the next couple days of the Tour de France, and then we'll have uh, another recap show 
coming up in a few days. So I will play us out. What's our play out song? French or? You want French or you want good old boys? You can or both. Good old boys. Good old yeah. boys. Yeah, okay. All right, so we'll, we'll see you Thursday.